Good evening and happy Sunday. Looks like it's been snowing outside for the last few hours. Uh, that was actually a surprise to me, right? I didn't know. I guess I didn't check the forecast um, to see if we were going to have snow. Did you guys check the forecast? Did you know there was snow? It doesn't matter. We can't go outside. I don't know what it's doing. It could it could have snowed. You haven't even looked out and today. did anything. Haven't even looked out the window. The sun was coming in out here, so I was okay with that. Listen, I'm just happy to yeah. know that what day it actually is. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's Sunday. Because too many days in the house, you never know. Right. Yeah. I um I saw some sun and then that quickly changed and hmm. then there's been snow for like the past few hours. But at any rate, you guys already know who we are. This is um Heather T. Vicky and Fallon with the In the Thick podcast and talk show, and we are recording in the midst of the coronavirus. In, in the midst, we're in the thick of it. We're in the thick we're of the, in the thick of it of the Rona <laughs> called the Rona, the Rona, right? Right. Um, of course, we rename so, everything. Right. Leave it to black people. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, so we're calling it the Rona. Uh, but at any rate, we wanted to make sure that we uh, checked in with our people today to make sure everybody is doing okay. Um, this is a really upsetting time for our world right now. Right, ladies? Yeah. I mean, we've never seen anything like this, at least in our lifetime. And really, our parents' age um, really hasn't seen it either, where it's been everybody's on lockdown. People are losing their jobs. I mean, it's just everything just feels up in the air, and there's no real tell of how long this is going to last. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just saw the conference picture um, did. And so let me just say, I think that it's good that they're taking the precautions, and I would rather them be overly cautious than, you know, not care enough. Um, I just saw the update. He um, has kind of came backwards on the kids going back to school. So that within itself um, allowed me to do a little praise dance. So <laughs> they saved off like two weeks <laughs> for these kids. Oh, they changed that. Okay. For splitting the time. Shout out to Baby Daddy for splitting the time with me because he already knew. Like, I just, whew. <laughs> so so yeah. things are, I think they're making some headway, you know, as far as, you know, getting stuff together and, you know, keeping us safe at the same time. Hmm. Okay. I agree okay. with that. I didn't hear anything. Go ahead, go ahead, Fallon. I agree with that. And, you know, for, for all those who have learned that they are teachers also this week, shout out to y'all. Y'all are not okay because I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I right. was not at all. But I think what's so dope about it is that it shows you just how much we actually rely on technology. Like these, like imagine if we had to be homeschooled back in our childhood. Like, how, who was going to be sending stuff through the post office, and like, how are they going to be collecting this work? Like, email is just saving <laughs> saving everybody. Yeah. Yeah, really, agree. Um, Google, shout out to Google Classroom, too. Um, it's actually really good, and it's very mm-hmm. user-friendly for us parents that don't look at it every day. Tutu was able to zip through it, like, you know, but for us, you know, we don't look at it, so you have to learn it. But um, shout out to Google Classroom for being able to keep these kids connected because it doesn't yes. affect them 
and have to know, you know, Tiku was in eighth grade, so she's super concerned about graduating. So thankful for Google Classroom for sure. Yeah, yeah, we, um, mine, uh, my two also, I mean, they've just been, they've been knocking some things out. Now, I have been reading some things that I've been agreeing with. Like some parents have been posting, um, you know, we understand that we are really relying upon, you know, technology in order for our children to do school right now, but we also cannot treat it like it's an actual school day. And I agree Mm. with that as well. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. You Good know, point. I mean, this this is this is this is shaking up our lives. You know, now now me, I I'm one of those people like I don't let fear grip me. So I still have my own thoughts on this and where I think that it came from and, and the severity mm-hmm. of it. To me, I think they're making more of it than what it actually is. Um, but we also have no other choice but to kind of like roll with the punches right now. Like we just have to kind of go with the flow and just do do what's what's told, um, at least for the at least for the most part, right? I mean, we can, you know, I've been I, I've been doing my own thing in a way as much as I'm allowed to. I'll put it like that. But some of these parents have really been emphatic on saying, you know, allow the children to just kind of navigate it the way that they're going to right now because they can't do anything else but really stay in the house. They can't go anywhere. They can't, they, you know, like, uh, you know, other than like T saying like, you know, like baby daddy splitting the time, you know, uh, for Tutu or me sending my kids away, you know what I'm saying, or Fal, you sending, you know, your son away. Other than that, they're really just going to go to someone's house. Exactly. And still do nothing and still absolutely do nothing. So Mm -hmm. I think you have to, I think, go ahead. I was just going to say, because it's not, it's different from summer vacation. At least they've got plenty of field trips that they can take. They, they, they've got things to fill up their time. But in this zone that we're in now, there's no option but for y'all to look, at, look in each other's face. And I'm tired of seeing it. I'm going to just say. <laughs> I'm tired of telling him it's time to take a bath. I'm tired of telling him put them snacks down, don't go get a real meal, like, I'm just tired. You over the whole thing, pal. Yeah, over it. Listen, <laughs> I, know I, I heard it rough for y'all. Home. Yeah, when she was here, I said, listen, let me tell you something, sis. First of all, what we're going to do is use your school stomach, because what we're not going to do is just go through all this food, and I'm not in the cooking up and doing all of that. No, we're not doing all of that, so get your life together. We're not doing all that extracurricular eating and carrying on. No, <laughs> Listen, I saw these parents out here. They was rationing the snacks. People had their snack budget. I saw some people with, like, monopoly money. You got you get a certain what? budget in the beginning of the week. I was like, I like people out here get creative. I like that. that I do, so too. Cute. That's cute. That's, that's an idea. It was some really cute ideas like. that was, like, passing back and forth. Mm. They'll run you. They'll 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 run you. And then see right. and they think that every time you get a treat for yourself that they're supposed to have it too. Mm. Like right. if I decide that I want to treat myself to something, it doesn't necessarily mean that I have to share with you because I've already bought up a whole, you know, um, refrigerator, freezer, some cabinets. Like those are filled with food. So you you wasn't right. here in this house. <laughs> 
<laughs> if I want to, to share from what I've brought back or what I've had delivered for myself, then perhaps I can right. do that. Other than that, this food that's up in here, that three four $400 worth of food, this is what right. you're going to eat. Right. See, it's all all this food for myself. <laughs> those, those are the days where you eat your, your takeout in the car and then go in the house. So you don't have no, to hide come on it. now. I don't, I, don't, I don't hide it. I don't hide it. I come right in with it. Right. I'm wrong. And I paid for it. You don't have to eat money. So I'm going to sit you. right here and eat it, and you'll be just fine. Oh, I would definitely no make the meal in the car. Your friends got some. It ain't no fun you with your friends now. got some. Right. You know, I definitely max the meal in the car with no shame. You're like, mommy, you're not hungry? Mm-mm, I don't have an appetite. Mm-mm. No. Right. <laughs> that is that is hilarious. Um but yeah, but we are we're definitely having to make the most of it now. Um I do know that um I've really been considering some things though when it comes to some of these companies and how they've reacted to their employees. Um a lot of these companies have I would say panicked, right? Because that's what they expected us to do. Um, they expected us to panic, and a lot of these companies have laid people off. A lot of these mm. places have um, closed doors without paying their people. There, there are going to be hundreds of thousands of people on the unemployment line. Unemployment is projected to shoot up to 20%. This time last year, unemployment was at 2%. That's a great that's a, that's a great difference. Yes, unemployment was the lowest that we've seen in years. Shout out to uh, our forever president Barack Obama, who worked so hard for eight years for to real. get unemployment to where it, it it has been for the last couple of years. Um, I know T, your job is considered an essential service because mm-hmm. you recruit for the healthcare field. So thank God for yeah. you. Uh, my job is considered an essential service because a number of my clients are in the manufacturing industry. Mm. Not saying that I agreed with that 100%. Because uh, <laughs> a little tired. But right. Were you working yesterday, too? You said, was I working yesterday? Yes, I was. We got new hires doing vital signs and temperature checks tomorrow. So I was working yesterday. I thought about you, too, but I was so busy. But, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, no. I did I did not work yesterday. I mean, I did respond to, like, a few emails that came in, mm. um, but I did not actually do any work yesterday. Now, that is different. Today I've done a little bit, but yesterday mm. I did not. Um so it's just it's just really been like a whirlwind for everyone. I know that mm-hmm. tomorrow I do have to step into the office for just a little bit. Um, so I know that I'm going to – it's just going to be craziness with all of these mm-hmm. people, you know, and mm-hmm. people coming in off the street and not knowing what's happening with their jobs or when they're going to be mm-hmm. employed again. It's just it's, – my, my heart just goes out to all these people that have really been Absolutely. affected by this. Um, yeah. yeah. And, you know, thank God for – for- Go ahead, Vic. Oh, go ahead, though. Um, just saying, thank God for these industries and the staff, the staff of these industries that are keeping the world going right now. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the, our ma- our mailmen, our water and uh, utility guys, um, gas stations. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just so many 
of those that we could not do without that are risking their lives literally every day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know that <laughs> I joked a lot the last couple of days about my job because my job is also exempt. Um, but they sent us out an email like <laughs> before the announcement was even made. Like, the governor came on at 3 o'clock. They sent us out an email at 2 o'clock and was like, hey, just so you know you're exempt, we'll see you Monday. Show them this email. Oh, wow. Because uh, <laughs> I'm in healthcare. Um, but <laughs> what I will say is that, like, I appreciate that I have a job because it was mm-hmm. not more than, like, two hours after that, I was hearing of all these people getting laid off. And I right. thought that, you know, the workforce was going to kind of, like, settle a little bit, kind of see what happens. Usually they don't fire you that quickly, especially when it comes to, like, retail and stuff. They'll kind of, like, wait it out and, you know, like, kind of maybe lessen your hours or not. You won't have hours for a couple hours, but they're just flat out laying people off. And it was Mm -hmm. just like, man, I so appreciate that I have a job because everybody can come out of of this with it. Exactly. Very true. Very true. Yeah. My job... um, they made it a point to stress the importance, you know, of, you know, now it's going to be critical, you know, but stay at home. So, you know, I was, I was, like, it was like all work can be done from home. You know, we, we're we doing a virtual orientation tomorrow. So I'm just super grateful that I have the job I have now as opposed to the one that I had a couple of months ago because, good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can be. And let's keep our healthcare workers in these hospitals and clinics and doctors' offices. Keep them lifted yeah. in prayer because, I mean, For that sure. has to be the the greatest risk of all. Yeah, and from what I've seen, they are under. They don't have all of the right equipment that they need. So some of these hospitals and clinics are struggling to have the right protective gear and, you know, things like that, which makes me super nervous. So my hat goes off to all, you know, actual healthcare workers. That is bad. And, um, you know, all of them because they are risking their lives as well. Mm-hmm. I think the most heartbreaking story I read was this nurse that she went into like a hardware store and she got mm-hmm. like the materials that like contract workers use, like people who do like construction. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. So she was getting like the painter's boots and like the, like the mm-hmm. overalls that they wear and stuff because the hospital that she's working at just doesn't have enough PPE. Um, And, you know, to be honest, I'm in and out of offices, like, all the time, you know. And so before this happened, they had PPE and they had, like, stock, you know, like, face masks, gloves, those kind of things. But they Mm -hmm. definitely didn't have to use them as much. And it's like all of a Mm -hmm. sudden now you have something that's so contagious, so they need to be switching them out with every single visit, and they just didn't have the supply for that. Mm, um, you know, yeah. and they just weren't they weren't ready for it. And then it kind of floods the market and they're like, Well, wait a minute, we're not used to you ordering all this stuff and then right. on the behalf of these companies, they went up on their prices because you have to order mm-hmm. the stuff from them now. Yeah. So, right. you know, like hand yeah. sanitizer is more expensive than it was before and you know, PPE stuff becomes more expensive than it was before because they see an opportunity to make some money and that kinda of makes me upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good old supply yeah, and demand. <laughs> exactly. And this this whole price gouging, you know, the thing that I've been frustrated with is how Americans have reacted to this and 
we need to be ashamed of ourselves. Americans get on my ever-loving nerve. They do. They they get on my ever-loving part? nerve. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, with the whole with the whole hoarding thing. Um, oh my god! It does not make any sense for you to have two or three shopping carts full of things. Okay. And just the pictures, like walking into the grocery store now. I thank God that you know um, the grocery stores near me now. Although you saw that they were affected by it, and some of the shelves were a little empty, but for the most part, like the essentials were there. Um, obviously, there was no hand soap at all in the grocery store. So that was one of the essentials that was not there. I couldn't find hand soap anywhere. I couldn't find hand soap wow. at Walmart. I couldn't find any at Target. There was none at Jewel. It was just ridiculous. No hand soap mm-hmm. anywhere. Um, now they're limiting water to, you know, one per purchase. So it's like you're going every day to get, like, either one case or, like, another gallon of water. Um Obviously, we know what's been happening with the paper towels and the toilet tissue. It's just, <laughs> it, it's just sickening. Like, we don't need to act like this. We yeah, do not I, need to act like this. Like, we understand it's a, it's a pandemic. We understand that we're in the middle of a crisis. But how we're reacting to it is just very, very unnecessary. Right. Totally and agree. what made you go crazy like that? Like, what in your mind said, oh, my God, all the grocery stores are going to close, and I need to hoard all of the toilet paper. The toilet paper is what's <laughs> killing me. Like, I just, so what in your mind clicked and said, I need to buy five packs of toilet paper? I just don't even understand the toilet paper issue. I really don't. But, you know, I think it just depends on the grocery stores are still open. Like, I went to Jules. Everything literally is still fully stocked. All the produce is there. All of it's still fresh and things like that. I think, and I was talking to a friend of mine about this, I think in people's mind they ran to the big box stores like Walmart and Costco and things like that and like the smaller stores like Jewel or like the local, you know, markets and stuff, they had everything. And so I bypassed all of the (laughs) big box stores. I was like, well, you know, I know Mm -hmm. Jewel is a little bit more expensive, but I was like I would rather for peace of mind and not to have to, you know, be in line for two hours. I went to Walt, and I went, which is a local store out here. I don't know if y'all have them on y'all side of the bird. Mm-hmm. I went to Walt, and I went to Jewel, and I was home within an hour. Like, it was nothing. So, you know. Yeah. You know, the Porsche <laughs> was getting all. Go ahead. What were you saying, Sam? The portion that's frustrating for me is how is it that we can still manufacture all of these frivolous things at this at this state in the game, but you're telling me we can't manufacture more tests. This is that's ridiculous mm. to me. I don't I don't understand how that is okay. Like we've been mm-hmm. dealing with this for at least what will we say like three weeks at the most when it really started getting serious. So you're telling me we're still in that stage back in those three three weeks ago. We weren't. We didn't have enough tests, and now we still don't have enough tests. Something's not right. Mm-hmm. Somebody's Somebody's missing the mark in that purchasing department or something. Some, something's going down. It's wrong. not them. It's, they're getting directives from from higher up. And again, this is mm-hmm. this is where where the conspiracy theorist side of me kicks in because mm-hmm. you made an excellent point there, Val. Like we can still, I can still shop at Fashion Nova. Mm-hmm. I can still shop everywhere else 
that I'm that mm-hmm. I'm normally used to shopping. I'm still getting emails multiple every day in my my inbox talking about we are still still working and we're still shipping out orders. Mm-hmm. We need orders for these tests for this supposed virus that has run rampant, mm-hmm. right? That's what um, I'm saying. I feel like I feel like there is um, this has a lot to do with uh, with politics right now. We're in an election year. Hmm. Um, we are dealing with someone. Our president has been very dirty. He bought his way into the first election. He would do anything with him. It's like by any means necessary. Hmm. He will screw up an entire country. He does not care. Not only has he screwed up the country. But this has trickled over into the world, the other countries, because he doesn't care. He does not. He's not. He's not concerned. He wants what he wants, and he wants mm-hmm. to be the ruler over the United States. Now, see what a lot of people aren't realizing is that if we're in a global emergency, he cannot be put out of office. That's mm. true. Until that, that is true. Until mm-hmm. that is lifted, and he has to be the one to lift it. So you know, so let's let's think about that, right? Um, didn't know in that. addition, these these yeah, I didn't either. That he's getting ready to these stimulus checks that he's getting ready to send out, right? You know, um, honestly, he's trying to get the votes of blacks and lower-income people. For That's sure. what he's doing by trying to send these stimulus checks out. Oh, yeah. These these white people and people with money do not care about $1,000. Mm-hmm. They don't care about that. You know Agreed. who cares about it? Our people. Right. Our people and also these lower-income people because they know that that $1,000 can be the difference between them being able to pay rent, pay a car note, or be put outdoors. Mm-hmm buying groceries, mm-hmm. like we, we count every dollar that we get because in many cases a lot of us have to, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. These other people, nobody's here sitting here. I've been, and, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong. If you've seen something different, please let me know. Every post that I've seen regarding these stimulus checks have not come from white people. <laughs> have you got a correction needed? No correction needed. Okay. Okay, thank you. So that tells you who he's targeting. Because if you can wave a $1,000 check over my head and I'm excited about it, I'm almost I'm almost expecting it. I'm waiting for it. I'm trying to make sure my address is correct so you don't send it to the wrong place like <laughs> that. <laughs> that's a problem. That's a problem. That so so he created this whole situation. And um, people may disagree with me on it, and that's perfectly fine. But I believe this was created because he knows that he has power, and he's abusing that power. I also feel like the timing is just impeccable, right? I mean, we're in the middle Mm -hmm. of an election year, um, and, you know, it's like chaos is happening, and people are afraid, and people are making a lot of decisions kind of in the moment um, because Mm -hmm. of this pandemic. And I do agree that, like, there are some things that are kind of not okay. Um, And the sad thing is, is that, like, as much as that is a ploy, people really do need the checks. Like, people really do Mm -hmm. need 
the money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're losing their job. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not able to pay things. And it's kind of like you dangling a carrot in front of somebody that you know needs to eat. You know? Mm -hmm. Like, and that's what feels so dirty about it. Um, I just, yeah, it just, the whole thing just makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how do you ladies feel about how do you ladies feel about the um, idea that the domestic violence has increased since, you know, lockdown? Mm. Wow. Because yeah, I kind of feel I like, that. I kind of feel that if you, if you were going to get smacked in the head, and I'm not making this, I'm not making light of this. I'm just trying to put a, mm-hmm. a twist of humor on it. But if you were going to get popped in the head today, you was going to get popped mm-hmm. in the head today, regardless of if you went to work. Maybe I'm not, because yeah. you might, because he, he may be at the other person's house, you know what I mean? Like, having to be stuck in a house with a person that you don't typically spend a whole lot of time with and stuff like that, it, it, yeah. you know, and you feeling hostile because you really want to be, what, what's the OJ song? Your body's here with me, but your mind on the other side of town. Now you feeling mm-hmm. some type of way because you can't be with that person, you know. So mm-hmm. I can definitely yeah. see how it might be an increase on that. Um, because just, now you don't have the option as freely, like you could say, I'm going to work and really be with that leave person. Me alone. Well, now mm-hmm. we know you're not going to work because work ain't open, you know, so. I can yeah. see how that can Unless work is open. <laughs> right. So, I guess I was know. coming from the end of it where if a person's evil, a person's going to be evil regardless of the circumstance, I guess. Oh, yeah. Like, he, he's, he's that person. He or she is that person. It don't take no quarantine for you to act a fool. Exactly. That's what I'm <laughs> no, saying. It right. Don't. right, right. <laughs> but, I, I, you know, I'm they said like, a lot of issues have blown up since then. I mean, they talked about how there's certain articles that are about, like, kids, who are in abusive homes, now they're stuck in the home with the abusive parents or kids that were only eating at school. That's why they were getting free breakfast mm-hmm. and free lunch. And then now school's out, so how are they going to eat? So some states have, like, like in Ohio, they've been dropping off, like, care packages to those families that get, like, free mm-hmm. breakfast and free lunch. Um, mm-hmm. Or, like, here, you can actually go up to the school and get the food. It's kind of, it, it has kind of, like, unearthed some, like, underlying issues that we just kind of swept under the rug. Yeah, definitely true. Um, I know our school district um, is offering that, um, but for me, myself, and it wasn't just for the the lower-income families um, who get, like, Mm -hmm. the free or reduced lunch. It was for everyone. But I, myself, Mm -hmm. I didn't partake in that only because, you know, thank thank God that I'm able to – to feed sure. my children, you know. Same. So I, I didn't feel take. like it was necessary. I, I don't want to take mm-hmm. from anybody else because I mm-hmm. feel like, hey, you know, I'm yep. able to feed my kids. You know, thank God that that we're not there in the in the lower income or the mm-hmm. free or free or reduced. Excuse me, you know. And I don't want to be taking from them, you know, especially if okay. they've got multiple kids in their family. I would feel horrible about that. Now, a lot Yay. of people, and I was seeing some posts. I was seeing some posts with a lot of people who I know are able to purchase for their children. Mm, mm. And they were going and they were just as bad, just hoard, just taking armfuls of, of bags. Why are we doing that? Why, why are we right. doing that? That's really ignorant. Really, really oh, ignorant. But you know who was doing it? Our people. That's who was doing it. Mm. Mm. 
don't like. Very, very sad. Yeah, I, I, I didn't, think this, didn't like that either. This panic has sent everybody into an extreme survivor mode. And I think that sensibility goes out the window for so many people because it's like, as long as me and my family good, I don't care. And it's sad, yeah. but that's how I think a lot of people think. I mean, because at the end of the day, I'm not really concerned about the rest of my block. I know my house going to be all right. You know, it, it's right. just human nature, I think. Unfortunately, this panic has just shot everything through the roof. Like, like I said, I think sensibility and logistics, and I think it's just gone out of the window for some people. It's just about, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to die. I'm not going to, it's not going to kill my family. Yeah. Right. I agree. Right. Hmm. I think that, um, and you're right, you're right, Fallon, to add to your point, like, it's sent everyone in a panic. Like, me, me, myself, like, I guess, like, my personality just doesn't allow for me to panic. Um, I just kind of like, let's just roll with the punches, let's just do what we have to do. I'm not going to mm-hmm. let fear grip me because, obviously, fear is an activator, right? Yeah, it is. So if we are sitting here constantly scared or if we're buying into everything that the media is telling us about this, we'd be sitting here pulling our hair out, acting like basket cases, you know, like we couldn't, we we wouldn't be able to function and do anything else. So let's just kind of deal business as usual, do what we would do on a day-to-day basis, right, for the most part, as much as we can, and just live our lives to the best of our abilities. What applies Mm -hmm. to us applies to us. I'm not going to let anybody make me feel guilty about any choices that I decide to make during this pandemic, just like I won't try to make you feel guilty. You know, I'm not going to shame you for any choices that you make because at the end of the day, ultimately it's your decision on what you choose to do and how you choose to conduct yourself during this time regarding you and your family. It's not up to make these decisions for you. I'm not going to tell you to stay in the house. I don't have that right to tell you to stay in the house. Because guess what? Right. Even if you do go outside, where are you going? Like, we have to think about right. like that. It's like, we can't really go anywhere but to the grocery store. Right. We can't really go right. anywhere but to work. We can't go anywhere but the gas station. So why am I shaming you for being outside at these places that we really need to go to anyway? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? I, I, yeah, I, I don't understand. Prime example, I was sitting up over at my cousin's house yesterday. It was only four yeah. of us. Fallon was there. I didn't feel bad about that. You should. No, I was I didn't inside either. of a house mm-hmm. with three other people. I think we're all good. Now, I'm not going to be like these people who got caught up by the city of Chicago. <laughs> um, that's the two house parties that had at least 30 people. Man. Won't be in a situation like that. Um, if I need to travel for work, which they're telling us that we still do need to travel regardless because we are an essential business. Airports have not shut down. As long as the airports are open and we're an essential business, we're going to get on these planes. Mm. It is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. I'll be okay. Because there's nothing you can do about it. There's, there's absolutely right. nothing that you can do about it. I'm not going to Italy. I'm not going to China. I'm not, I'm not doing any of that, right? Mm. Um, so, so yeah, I just think you just have to you have to do whatever is whatever you feel like is best for you and your situation at this time. Right. Whatever's going to help you sleep at night and feel at peace with you and your family, you do it because I'm going to do it for mine. Great. Right. Whatever that may be. 
Absolutely. If you just want to sit in your house and you want to want to drink or smoke or whatever, you know, your recreation mm-hmm. is, then you should be able to do that too without having people judge you, whether we're in the I middle think- of a pandemic or not. All they want to do is maintain. Like, they just want to be and just be okay and not be panicked and not be afraid. Like, people just need to get over it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Now, are the dispensaries open? Does anyone know? Yes, ma'am. They're still open. Wow. It's an essential. Because they're an essential business. They're Mm -hmm. essential. They have to remain open right now. Oh, yeah, for medical reasons. I get that. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, well, then maybe this is the time that you go get it from the dispensary and not your local weed man. Because if we think about it, these weed packages are coming from all over. So that doesn't – they're not exempt. Depends on who your connect is, but I'm not going to get it. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I I don't know, but I do know that at the dispensary it costs like a couple hundred. I just feel like that is too much of an investment. (laughs) I'd be like, you know what, that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's not not worth it to you. I understand. Um, Yeah, they're definitely capitalizing off of this right now, but as is everyone, right? Everyone's capitalizing off of this situation, um, as unfortunate as it is. Um, What I do hate, and even for you regarding UT and your business, um, that your business, is going to take a hit right now. Yeah. Um, um, because of reschedule. the situation. You know, yeah, reschedule. Sure. Okay, good. So, mm-hmm, so, so yeah. definite reschedules. Um, yeah, definitely another... reschedules. Just being super mm-hmm. flexible with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't mm-hmm. gotten any word that any of the proms are canceled, so thank goodness. Um, I have given a waiver to clients who are on a payment plan, so um, I did go ahead and, you know, just let that go for the next month. Because um, I, I totally get it. I don't expect you to be paying on an event that's not going to happen for two, three months out, especially not right now, you know. So, but mm-hmm. um, right. yeah, just a lot of reschedules. Um, believe it or not, people are still making inquiries, you know, for later on in the year and stuff like that. So, um, I did have two events that were supposed to happen this weekend. So, just reschedule. That, that's about it. <laughs> right, yeah. And look, it's working thing. out okay, though. Yeah, that's yeah. Good. I have a couple and clearly, of friends who mm-hmm. clearly my birthday is canceled, y'all. Yeah, you don't have to have a summer birthday this year, honey. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm just gonna yeah, just cook to... and play cards. That's what yeah. we're gonna do. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, we with nine with nine other people, right? Because yeah, because it has to be know. under ten. And and where did they get that number from? Like that, I don't know. Just such a random number. <laughs> like if I'm gonna go to the grocery store, and there's gonna be a thousand people in the grocery store. Yeah. Why are you trying to keep me from going to a gathering with fifty people? When in fact, they stand closer to me at the grocery store. Than mm. they do if I was sitting at my cousin's house. Like oh, they're word. just they're they're on me at the grocery store. Like, can you move? Why are you bre- Why do I feel your <laughs> breath on my neck? I just don't understand. Like, what is so attractive about my neck that you can't stay away from my me? neck? I just I just I just don't get it. I just don't understand my what neck. it is. Um, right. 
Right. Like, like what is it about my neck that you can't not stay away from? Um, I, I just think that that number was just so random. Like, it may – a lot of these things are baffling, and they just make no sense to me. I'm just like, yeah, it was all right. announced the, the number 10, it was like a whole bunch of interviews that gave different numbers. So President Trump was like 50. The governor was like 10. Somebody else right. said like under 100. It was like all in the same night. I was like, what do y'all want? Right. Which one is it? But people are going to work, right? Because, yep. Vicky, clearly mm-hmm. there are more than 50 people at your company. Also, <laughs> clearly, clearly, there are more than fifty people at your company. Like, so I'm not understanding. Like, if if I can go to work with more than ten people, then why can't I do anything else? So that's why there's so many holes to this right now. Like, none of it makes sense to me. Um, but obviously, I mean, we could talk about this for hours because it's just really interrupted our lives to a certain extent. Sure. Um, but we're going to move on and our thinking it through. Now, we've been talking in our last few podcasts, we have been talking um, about some relationship things, but we have not been doing it under the thinking it through category. So I want to bring thinking it through back. Okay. So thinking it through, yes, thinking it through was a uh, a segment that we had um, when we when we first started this pod over a year ago, and uh, or at least about a year ago now, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And thinking it through is one of those segments where we talk about any and everything. It doesn't necessarily have to be uh, relationships. Uh, but it, but it kind of is kind of like the more so we take like a more sociological, I would say, approach um, to our conversation. Do you guys agree with that? Agreed. Okay. Okay. Cool. So today we're going to discuss: Can you be friends with your ex? And thank you to T for this. Topic. Thank you. I, I appreciate you for this one. Um, but I'm not going to start. I'm going to let Vicky start. And I want to hear what Vicky has to say about this one. Ooh, I don't know. Girl, I started thinking when you said it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, sucks. <laughs> right? I mean, it's like, on the surface, I want to be like, Sure, because as the ladies know about me, I am very like kumbaya, like we could just all be friends <laughs> and just all get along. But you know what I found out? And my exes, I'm just not built for being their friends afterwards. I'm just not built for it, especially if we slept together. Absolutely not. Like I just, I just haven't grown to that level yet. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> I have not grown to that level yet. And I'm grown enough to admit that, like, you know what? I just don't want to be your friend. <laughs> now, you've tried it, though. So here's the thing, though, with Vicky. I'm going to put you on blast. <laughs> um, so, so Vicky has tried it, and I'm always telling her, like, mm, I don't know, man. I'm not I'm – not, not sure if we want to walk man. down this road. If we, <laughs> if you want to walk down this road, I'm going to travel the road with you. Okay. I just don't know if it's a good idea. 
I just, I just don't know because I've seen this thing backfire before. And it also depends on the situation, too. Like, it depends on why we are no longer together, I think. Mm-hmm. Um that that's going to be a determining factor. And then also, how do you conduct yourself with this person who's your ex once you get into a new relationship? So Vicky gave her answer. Uh, Fallon, go ahead and give yours. Can you – I already know your answer, but I want everybody else to know your answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would have to say no. I would have to say no. I – I'm currently going through um, some de- defining uh, a defining journey with my most recent ex, and more and more it's starting to look like it, either we jump it back in it or don't call me no more. <laughs> like it, it's really going toward that way uh, where exactly. I, oh, you took it right out of my mouth. Took those lines. What did you so say? Blurred. She was singing the blue line with the song. <laughs> oh yeah, gotcha. Yeah, 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 gotcha. Right. <laughs> because they, everything is so gray until you define what your real relationship is. Like, are, we're at the stage where are we working toward reconciliation? Are we just going to co-parent, or is it just going to be like, please stay off my phone unless it's about the kids? Like, and and it's it's been a rough journey so far. So I would I would just have to say no because even when we tried to do the friend thing, where it was just like just moving along like nothing happened, you know somebody got in their feelings depending on the day. So my answer would be no. <laughs> okay. How about okay. you, T? Uh, yeah. Um, I think it depends on the type of ex that you are. You know what I mean? I think that if you were experiment number 17 um, and you weren't really like a super ex, you know, we just kind of maybe hung out or something like that, maybe. But I also think it depends on the maturity level of you and the person that you're with now. Like some people just feel like you're an ex for a reason and there's no need to do that. You know, um, all my exes love me, so <laughs> they want to do that. But, I mean, to <laughs> me, once the relationship Fair. is over, we can be cool. Like, we don't have to be arch enemies, you know, and be nemesis. Like, we could be cool, but don't come, you know, we're not doing personal things. Like, there's no text. There's no reach out. You can like a picture. Don't even comment under the picture. You know what I mean? But, um I just, I don't see a need, like, I don't want to be friends with somebody that I was in a former relationship or a situationship with, like, we had our moment, let's just leave it where it was at. So, I think it's doable. I mean, in the case where it's like an ex-husband, prime example, y'all know my Mm -hmm. life, you know, so obviously me and my baby daddy are like DFF now, Um, you know, but that's where right. a kid is involved, you know, so it's a co-parent situation. And, you know, it's just easier to co-parent when you, you know, just have a mutual respect and, you know, you do it that way. But if Tutu wasn't a person, I would have no need to be friends with him. Like, what are we friends for, you know, so I don't know. Yeah. 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 Yeah
And it's always weird, you know, trying to be friends with an ex, especially Mm -hmm. when it's an ex with unresolved issues or, you know, you find yourself tripping back down memory lane and, you know, things like that. So, you know, definitely have been a product of that, you know, like we're broke up, but we still, you know, are, you know, having these side conversations and it just, it just, it just gets weird. You know, if a kid has been involved. Yeah, it's a kid, and it's emotionally draining and dragging. So I just feel like if a kid isn't involved, it's no real rhyme or reason for you to be friends with an ex like that. I know, but who's going to put my cabinet together when I purchase them? (laughs) Listen, that's a titty way. So (laughs) whatever. Um, So as far as as I'm concerned, I feel the same way now. Um, I I agree with T, and I would have to say that typically when I've been in some type of, whether it's relationship or situation, ship with someone, they they still care for me. So, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. afterwards. So they're not willing to give that that relationship side of it up completely. Um, And things can kind of get complicated in that area. Um, it it always gets messy, you know, or or mm-hmm. we don't talk for a number of years, and all of a sudden, twenty twenty five years later, they want to pop up again, and I'm just like, mm, we're not doing that. We're not going to travel down mm-hmm. that road. Then they're done. That mm-hmm. there's a reason why it did not work out. Then um, it, it just it just doesn't it just doesn't look good. And then not only that. You want to be respectful of the person that you are with. And I think that's, like, the biggest thing Thing is, like, you want to make sure that that person that you're with is comfortable with that situation, too. Right. Because if they're not comfortable, and especially if they mm-hmm. verbalize that they're not, then I think that you need to do what you need to do and completely sever those ties. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I'd like to add on to my answer, um, ladies. I think that I'm, I think that it is possible. I think people can do it. But I think that I am too fresh off of my breakup and or separation um, to answer this genuinely. I think, ask me in a year. Let's bring this back up in a year. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And again, it depends on on how on how ugly your situation got. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like foul. Like your situation got ugly. My situation got a little bit ugly. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like so. Um, and especially if that person is very much still emotional. You know, uh, T situation. You know, baby daddy was emotional for a while, right? Oh yeah. So although you were okay, right? You were totally okay, right. Totally. He was, he was emotional, so it took a while for him to kind of come down off of that, and for him to mature, mm-hmm. and for him mm-hmm. to say, you know what, the most important thing is baby girl. And I think that's mm-hmm. the point that we have to be like we're not we're not little kids out here, you know. So the most important thing that we have to remember is that the kids come first. So whatever you need to do Great. in order to in order to function in a healthy situation, you got to do it for the kids. And to add to the yep. point, if we don't have kids, what do we need to talk for? What, what do we What do we need to 
to converse right. like there is a, I, we we are not together for a reason why right why are we trying to no absolutely what just to go down some crazy road again right oh, no. tripping down memory lane no thank you Mm-mm. no 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 and I'm, then, not gonna, I'm not going to i don't have that energy hmm. and i believe as the kids get older those conversations are going to get less and less anyway so why build this beautiful rainbow friendship when, you know, when my baby is 22, I ain't going to be thinking about, you know, you're not going to have those checks and balances as you would when they're, you know, in elementary school is my point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very true. True. Yeah. You, you would, you would think, um, now I did talk to someone that I know and I asked this person a question because their children are adults and um, they have been, Divorced uh, for probably fifteen twenty years, but their ex they they still talk frequently about the children. Hmm. I thought it was weird because what do we need to do that for if, if our kids are twenty five and twenty seven years old? Why are we talking as much? They're saying that there's nothing happening, and there very well may not be anything happening, uh, but they are still very much present and very parenting these 25- and 27-year-olds. Are they still single? Are both of them still single separately? One of them is not. One of them is not. Mm. Mm. Interesting, right? Very. Hmm. Well, I, I do think that, you know, kids, 18 doesn't mean you're grown, and they may need some extra support that the two of them have to provide together. So, I mean, it could just be like an excuse, but it also could legitimately be a thing. I mean, I went to college with some people that didn't know how to do laundry at 20 years old. So, I mean, sometimes people need extra support. At 25 and 27, maybe. 25 and 27, uh both have graduated college. Neither one of them live at either parent's home. Um, but they said that they have formed this, this friendship and this bond, and they still operate as family. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, I'm finding that, that interesting. Um, again, I don't think that I could I could, ver- I could do that and be successful at it. Um because there, there's no reason for it. You know, we can we can be cordial and we can say, hey, like, there's no hanging out. There's no, you know, if I need a ride here, I'm not going to call you for anything. Like, I just, mm-hmm. no, I'm not, I'm not going to touch that because it can just get ugly. It just, it just gets really, really ugly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but we'd like to know uh, what our listeners think. You know, I'm sure that a lot of listeners are probably like, well, no, we can do it and we can be fine and we can manage it and 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 it's okay. I just don't see it. And I haven't seen it with anybody that I have been close to, haven't seen it with you guys, haven't seen it with any of my mm-hmm. other friends. It's never really worked out. Maybe we think we can try it from time to time and be like, you know, when you're trying to be like, you know, um, the hero, right? And you're like, you know, everybody's okay and we can handle it, we can do this, and guess what? It won't be so bad and we can be friends and all that. And it's like, okay, maybe, but I wouldn't necessarily call it a friendship. I just think we have mm-hmm. like we can have like a mutual respect for one another and just kind of keep it at that. And then as as I was speaking about me being so fresh off of my breakup, I 
I think that time will tell, you know, the, the, the possibility that there could be or the capacity of the relationship down the road. Because, right. for an example, my sister, um, her and her ex-husband, now, during that first couple years, like, it was like cats and dogs, like watching cats and dogs fight, literally. But mm-hmm. now they're like, like kind of how you and um your baby daddy is. Like BFFs. Mm-hmm. Now they like call each other, shoot shit. Just, do you see that on mm-hmm. TV the other day? Like, what? <laughs> like, <who? laughs> this this can't be what I'm looking at. This can't be reality. <laughs> you like those are not the same people (laughs) no that's not the same guy who we were about to bust the windows out of his car is he no okay (laughs) yeah that's funny yeah i mean i i think that as time goes on i mean i think you can make a decision but in the same token foul they're not hanging out either like they're well there there are some they they still foul (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm just what I want to say is they still got mutual friends, so they do still get invited to some of the same events, they, and they, they end do, up. But they're not planning the things same. together. No, that's what I'm no, saying. they're not. So Mm-mm. we're not sitting here, you know, texting each other, talking about, hey, yeah, you know, you want to go grab a bite to eat, or you know, you oh no, no, it's like if we just so happen to be in the same circle still, which I think is kind of weird, but if we um, (laughs) so happen to be, like, in the same circle and we just see each other at an event, yeah, I'm not going to ignore you. I'm going to show you love. I may even give you a hug or whatever um, or a fist bump, but we're definitely not planning anything together. Like, we're just (laughs) not going to do that. That's that's out of line, you know, and, again, you have to be mindful of, the the person that you're with, you just want to be respectful of them and their feelings. And mm-hmm. it's not that that person is tripping. It's not that that person is insecure. It's not that that person is any of those things. It's just like they're they're also not stupid. Like you had a a connection with them, a physical and intimate connection. Why are we traveling down that road? Why are we doing that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that's my two cents, ladies. Anybody else have anything else they want to add before we wrap up? Mm-hmm. No, home. go support all your local Facebook DJs during this time because they are going hard. Um, no comp, no yes, comparison to D Nice because D Nice is killing the internet with his DJ sets. But apparently, mm-hmm. we should be supporting our local uh, Facebook DJs as well. So. That we just found out today that they were DJs because right, that they even <laughs> I didn't know that all these I'm people like, were what? DJs on the side. Like I just didn't. Like I opened up Facebook and I saw that everybody was hosting a watch party. Right, literally. And I'm like, I didn't even know. First of all, you don't even have any rhythm. How are you a DJ? But anyway, I digress. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and and where are you DJing at? That's what I want to know. Like, where do you come from? Where, exactly, like, what do you, what do you specialize in? But anyway, so T is right. Support these people. Um, I know some other people have been given some, some great concerts. Uh, I did miss Anthony Hamilton today um, because I forgot that it was Eastern time and not Central time. So I totally missed Anthony Hamilton today. Um, So I I really, really wanted to see him. But I'm sure there will be other opportunities. There are a lot of people that are going on, like, giving, like, some inspirational speeches because that's what we need right now. We need to stay in power. We need to stay built Mm -hmm. up. We need to stay positive. Mm -hmm. We need to not fall into 
to this whole, you know, this media downpour of negativity. We need to just really stay far away from that. Um, again, I will support you you guys and whatever you choose to do. If you want to leave the house and not participate in social distancing as long as you – because, again, where are you going to go? The restaurants are not open for dining. There's no bars and lounges open. The malls are closed. Where where are we going? <laughs> back home. Mm-hmm. Right. right. You better take take your butt to Red Box and go right back home. You know what I mean? Um, I just, I don't know. Like, if you want to take that $21 flight to, to Fort Lauderdale, you want to go down there and sit in the mm-hmm. hotel, more power to you. Good luck. That's what you feel like you need to do. Flights are cheap right now, though. They are super cheap. But can you schedule them for whenever, or is there, like, a cutoff date? Absolutely. No, no, no. Mm. You can schedule for whenever you want. You can schedule for tomorrow if you wanted to. Yeah, that's if not that's happening. But later on in the year, that might so not be a bad if thing. If that's what you, you totally. to do. Yeah, you can definitely yeah. um, schedule. I'm not sure. I mean, I haven't looked. I, I haven't looked as far out as like the fall or winter or anything like that. Right. I'm just really focused on like spring and summer, um, and the yeah. flights are like really, really affordable right now. Like stupid, crazy affordable. Like if you don't jump on something, it's like hmm. you just you just have to. Like just for the mere fact of saying like I got a twenty one dollar flight and I can go to Miami. You know, because Miami flights are pretty pretty costly, typically. Uh, yeah. They can be. Mm-hmm. To, get, to get down there, you know, I've never, any time that I've traveled to Miami, I, I haven't paid, I don't think I've paid less than a couple hundred dollars Ooh. for a flight, if not more. Mm-hmm. You know, even yeah. like to go mm-hmm. to Atlanta, flights to Atlanta are usually pretty pretty costly, you know, even though it's it's mm-hmm. um, not that far away. I mean, it's probably like a, a three-hour flight maybe. Um, it is, it's still pretty costly. It's still, still pretty costly mm. to get there. So I would say definitely, you know, if you guys have some, some travel mm-hmm. plans or some trips that you want to take, maybe in like the summer or the fall, jump on it right now. Jump Except on for Midway. Except for Midway, because <laughs> Southwest, <laughs> Southwest, they're not doing anything right now. So I'd probably stay away from them because the air traffic control mm-hmm. center is closed and definitely. Right. They're having some situations. Yeah, yeah. that's not still asking for two hundred dollars. I was like, no. Yeah, I, I just know my online actually. shopping. Yeah, what? my online shopping has definitely went up. Like, I just bought an air fryer. Like, it's a yeah, sound. <laughs> I gotta stay off. But you see what I'm saying? You, yeah, it's you are able to shop because these people are still working. Something's yeah. going on. Buying an air fryer. Is not essential right now, but you see what it's I'm saying. Not. But whoever packed that air air fryer, they're still at work. Yeah, true. Yeah, very true. Working around more than ten people. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. For sure. That's all I got to say. All right, we're going to wrap this podcast up. We uh, enjoyed getting back together again. We are very thankful that T is starting to feel just a little bit better. Yay. Um, she has been <laughs> battling for the last couple of months with these viruses. Um, yeah. So we're just not the Rona. <laughs> not, not the Rona. Not, not, not the, the Rona, Rona but right. other things. Uh, <laughs> but she is just, she, she's starting to feel better. Um, her waist is snatched. 
Yes. That's the only benefit. Uh, that's the only benefit of not feeling well. Is, is waist. So, 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 teeth, so teeth waist to snatch. So she's going to be showing all of us her belly um, because it. it's on flat, flat right now. And so, <laughs> <laughs> crop top sees it. <laughs> right. She's cutting all you of her shirts. All. You, you and Cameron, you and Cameron can be crop top sisters Listen. because she cuts all of her shirts. Right, I'm here for it, Sophia. Let's get it. <laughs> Seriously, it's like every other day. It's like, when did you get a new crop top? Oh, right. that's cut. Okay, right. Oh, that's... I need this. Don't worry about it. <laughs> that's cut and redesigned. Okay. Right. All right. All right. Anyway, anyway, you can find the In the Thick podcast and talk show on Instagram at In the Thick underscore Pod. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at uh, In the Thick. I keep talking about this website. I will mention this website on every episode, but now, because we are in the midst of this situation, I should have at least a little bit of time to to work on that and put that together. Um, we are gearing up for some exciting things that are going to be happening soon. We've got some really nice interviews that are underway. Um, hopefully the events that we are scheduled to cover, we're hoping that they will still, yeah. that they'll still happen. You know, um, we we have one going on. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that. We've got uh, so far one in June and one in July that we're going to be working on. And uh, I did talk to both of the the ladies who are putting these events together, and neither one of them have canceled yet. As a matter of fact, they are still advertising. So we're excited about that. You all have a wonderful week. Um, don't get too involved in what the media says. Do what you need to do. Keep yourself and your families protected as much as you can. Yeah. I'll see y'all soon. Bye. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye.